0: Hey, welcome to Conversations on the Commission, a podcast where we're talking about the topics, the trends, and the issues and missions that impact missionaries and the churches that partner with them. My name is Tony Balava. With me today is Stephen Madoff.
1: Well, hey there, Tony. Boy, it is great to be with you. We have moved into our first year Creeping into our second, I guess that would be officially. We're in our yeah. First, we finished year one. Yeah, we're starting into our second year. 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 Two. Wow, boy, you're looking older than when we started all this. So, but I'm walking now instead <laughs> of crawling. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and um, you know, I I think some of the things we've we've talked about through through that first year have uh, have been a help. And mm-hmm. even just recently, I've received some emails from folks yes. just thanking us mm-hmm. for the podcast, and mm-hmm. it has generated some thought. Mm-hmm. and um, just got the gears working in someone's brain about some of the things we've covered, and and hopefully for the betterment and right. things. So yeah. that's what we love. We love mm-hmm. that our podcast mm-hmm. isn't just two guys talking or, or with some guests or something, mm-hmm. but that it is truly for the betterment of the partnering churches and the missionaries that uh, support right. them. Right. So, And, and yeah. I think this episode, we're going to talk about something that, really hits home for many missionaries. Mm-hmm. And as positive people as you and I are, our topic is not so positive. Yeah, it's
0: the it's the topic that most missionaries will never talk about yeah. in public or with other people.
1: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they go to a church and how's things well, praise the Lord, God's good, mm-hmm. God's working, all that mm-hmm. but we know that's not reality in mm-hmm. in that things are good all the time. Right. We could spiritualize it and say we know God's working all things for our good. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that does not mean that all things are good.
0: <laughs> not every day. <laughs> there are
1: there are struggles. Mm-hmm. There are down days. There are right. discouragements. Right. That uh, hit missionaries, and that's what I want to talk about today. Is just kind of highlight some of those struggles that missionaries families face in just doing the work that God has called them to do, and then kind of not just kind of give a grocery list of all the problems that are out there, but how can how can partnering churches help missionaries in some mm-hmm. of these struggles?
0: This is kind of backwards from how we normally do it, but I would say from the very beginning as we start to tackle this topic is from the supporting church or the partnering church side— It's important to remember, um, it's going to sound like just a cliche, it's going to sound so kind of almost naive or something, you know, but missionaries are people too. And and we have this tendency to kind of... And I understand why we do it. We make missionaries the current day heroes of the faith. You know, we, um, at missions conferences, you've experienced it. I've experienced our directors, missionaries that we work with. And, you know, the pastor says, hey, make sure you get this missionary sign, your Bible, and all those things. And, And there's nothing wrong with that, because I do think you want to set up right examples in front of your church and in front of young people. But it's important to have everybody remember that they really aren't superheroes of the faith, that mm-hmm. they're just people as just like everybody else. And just like a pastor has people in his church who are more mature in the faith, maybe they're deacons and they're Sunday school teachers, that pastor recognizes that those people are, in the end, just people also, just like a pastor is. And if we could remember that from the beginning as we go through this, I think it will help to uh, go a long way with helping missionaries that go through times of discouragement and really trying times because they face those.
1: Yeah. And and in fact, missionaries are not much different than pastors in Mm -hmm. the sense that a lot of ministry struggles and things that bring discouragement to a missionary are pretty much— the same things, Mm -hmm. oftentimes, that pastors struggle with. They are. Just, like, for example, this is, is, we'll just jump right in, but this is one that, you know, missionaries face and pastors face when you are working hard, laboring for Mm -hmm. the Lord, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to, and you're praying, God Mm -hmm. bless this ministry, bless this outreach, bless this effort, whatever it is, and you put your best foot forward in trying to be used of God to reach your community, and not much happens as a result. Yeah. That is a very frustrating thing. And then mm-hmm. when it happens continually over mm-hmm. and over yeah. and over again, then it it begins to creep into the heart of that missionary to think, you know, is God going to use me? Mm-hmm. What am I doing wrong? And, and that becomes... That really can become a downer to that missionary. Like, man, I packed up my family right. to come all the way to the other side of the world, and yeah. nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but And we know, you and I know, uh, missionaries that for years, years and years, decades even, and mm-hmm. their church may be small. It's not because mm-hmm. of lack of effort right. or lack of outreach, but mm-hmm. just in, I mean, there are there are places that are very spiritually dark and people mm-hmm. are not receptive to the gospel. Yeah. And we could say the cliché, well brother, thank you for being faithful. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that doesn't pacify the heart. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's so many things I want to say on this just this one thought. Um I guess the first thing is uh, I'm going to hit it from the partnering church side again at the first and I would say this, every pastor understands everything you just said. Yep, Because exactly. <laughs> if, if we're all truthful, and, you know, I've worn both those hats. I have missionary in the foreign field, pastor in the United States. We go through those spells, dry spells, however you want to call them, where we just aren't seeing the results that um, maybe we want to see or even could hope to see. You know, we're just not seeing them. I would remind partnering pastors that, you know that that's a hard time. And I'm not saying missionaries have it harder, but I would say this. Remember, not only does the missionary go through that time, but then they have to write about it in their prayer letter if they're honest. Mm-hmm. And that it amplifies that even more. And so I think one of the things that supporting and partnering churches can do is just be really supportive and say, hey, listen, we all go through those times. The other thing is, and and we all know this, but I think it's important to be reminded of it. And I just had the privilege um, a couple of weeks ago to, to preach a commissioning service for a missionary leaving for the field. And I took several moments. Um, it wasn't the whole of the message, but in, in that challenge in the commissioning service was I wanted to take some time to remind this missionary couple going to the field, your job is to water, your job is to sow, God's job is to give the increase. And if you can remember that, it takes a huge burden off of your shoulders. The key is remembering that, right? Mm-hmm. The key is remembering God is responsible for the for the increase. I'm only responsible for being obedient to doing what God tells me to do and, and obey every impulse of the Spirit and make sure that I'm getting the gospel out as often as I can. And then the end is, it's up to God. But that doesn't mean that right in that prayer letter that says, hey, Soul winning every day again and no real results makes it any easier.
1: Yeah. yeah. You think about even our missionaries, they have a form they have to fill out, which is called an activity report, which mm-hmm. which kind of just is a form of accountability we have with mm-hmm. our missionaries that they are doing the work that they say that they're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. And I, I know it is a a known truth that some missionaries struggle to fill out that form because of embarrassment. Because they say I haven't seen anyone saved. Because mm-hmm. there's a section, you know, where they would put down, you know, number of self, uh, professions right. of faith for this quarter, mm-hmm. and and to the missionary, it's an embarrassment. I have nothing, zero again in mm-hmm. another quarter again, mm-hmm. and and again that becomes very uh, can be very discouraging. Why am I out here? What I'm not making a difference, mm-hmm. but and and so when churches kind of. Hey, you're not reached anyone for Christ. Well, the question isn't about that. The question is, are you doing the work right. of the ministry? Mm-hmm. Are you doing the work of evangelism? Are you doing what you should be doing? Mm-hmm. And and it's trying to encourage missionaries in that, rather than being right. like, hey, brother, right. I, you know, we're only supporting people who are, who are seeing souls saved. Right. I, so I would think, you know, how can a a partnering church encourage them. I think it's how we how we ask them about their ministry rather than, mm-hmm. well, brother, how many souls have you seen saved? Mm-hmm. It, it, don't just ask that question. Ask right. about a great kind of a bigger picture of what they're doing, mm-hmm. and and I think that can. Be an encouragement yeah. to missionaries.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's important to remember missionaries, by and large, didn't go to the field because they were lazy and didn't want to do anything for God. Yeah. So most of them are out there very diligently, soul winning, and doing their very, very best to reach the community that God has um, given them to work with and in. Yeah, it's it's important enough. I think you're right. Ask ask the questions um, in a different way, and ask different questions. Not how many got saved. I know that's on our form, but I think the good thing with our form is um, all our directors they were one-time missionaries on those fields, Mm -hmm. and so we know what to expect out of those forms. And we know what we wrote on those forms and mm-hmm. and all. And we can communicate that way with, with the missionary and, and just let them know, hey, been there, done that. I totally understand. And, f- you know, for us, it's not really a numbers thing anyways. It's just right. a, a point of, as you said, accountability. And I think that's okay. I think every missionary is okay with their su- supporting and partnering churches saying, hey, you know, I was never offended if a pastor said, hey, um, yeah, you know, did you go soul winning this week? Mm-hmm. As opposed to how many people did you win to Christ this week? Mm-hmm. Simple twist of the phrase, um, yeah, but exactly. but it, it, but it communicated to me. Okay, the pastor wants to know, and he has a right to know. But probably he understands what I said a few minutes ago. God gives the increase, right? So um, in the end, we just have to do what we have to do. I, I don't think that churches are in the habit of. Firing their assistant if they didn't, you know, the assistant pastor, if he didn't win X number of people to the Lord each yeah. week, as long as he's doing what he's supposed right, to be doing. Exactly. And so think about that with missionaries as well. Um, man, there's so much more I want to talk about on that particular topic. <laughs> but I'm going to well. transition as if I can to to another thing that we talked about in, in our prep time together. And that is uh, another kind of sp- discouragement and trial in the ministry that i think most pastors can really identify with is and that is what happens when you pour your heart into an individual or to a family and you see growth and you see potential or maybe it's it's somebody you think is going to be your timothy quote-unquote or something and i think you said in the in the show prep time and they turn out to be demas um, <laughs> um <laughs> Demis, not demons okay <laughs> maybe both maybe both but um you know i think we all go through through that time as well and and again We aren't doing this episode to say to pastors, missionaries have it harder than you do, um, because they don't. We're all in this together. We're co-laborers, partners together in ministry. But one of the things that is expected of a missionary in the foreign field is he's training that national to come along and take over. That's it. And what happens when the guy that they've been talking about in prayer letters and kind of putting out there as this is the one, this is the Timothy, and then all of a sudden everything goes south and, and it doesn't work out so well. And again, I think for churches to be reminded, missionaries doing the very best they can and can't be ultimately responsible for every choice that somebody else makes in their life.
1: It's, it is one of those things that are is on the forefront of a missionary's mind, like start a church, Find their Timothy. It's just yep. kind of ingrained. It's part, mm-hmm. part and parcel of the what you're doing. Like yep. w- we teach classes on training nationals mm-hmm. and the importance of raising up national leadership and, and it's men important and, and women to do the work of the ministry in their own respective countries on the foreign field. So mm-hmm. that is just a part of it. And so it is exciting when you identify. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we have someone that we right. has potential. And so you get excited, you invest, as you said, and then for that to to go sour for whatever reason, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, the, the, the reasons are numerous. Oftentimes it's maybe they get allured by the world. Sometimes it's they get uh, caught in, in need of money, materialism, mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, I can't do training and and being mentored by you because I need to just get a job. And next thing right. you know, they fade off the scene mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, these things happen all the time. Could be sin, could be any number of things. Well, let me tell you, that's a crushing blow to that missionary because right. you go in there with the goal mm-hmm. of finding your Timothy, training him up. Mm-hmm. You have the hopes, here's the future next pastor. And then to see all that just crumble, mm-hmm. you feel like you've wasted time. Mm-hmm. It, it just breaks your heart as, as the it person does. doing the investing mm-hmm. into that person because you just think, man, what what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, You doubt yourself you uh, you get frustrated and then you think lord am i ever going to turn turn this church work over to someone i'm a bad missionary because i don't have a timothy mm. and and i know for myself i mean i was there in australia i do remember saying that to my wife verbally saying to my wife i feel like a bad missionary because i don't have someone that i can point to to say is my timothy in the sense of taking over a church that mm. i started now i saw people grow and grow in Christ and grow in sanctification and become deacons mm-hmm. and become Sunday school teachers and children's workers and all these things but we didn't have someone that could be the man as pastor and and I remember that being a blow to me and and I never had one where I was training him and then he abandoned me like what happens I but I remember how bad I felt as a missionary just oh, I started a church, but I didn't get a my Timothy. I've only done one of the two prongs of yeah. what was, and and sometimes I just think as past as uh, partnering churches and pastors. There's a lot of partnering churches. Truly, if they truly think about it, that they don't have a Timothy. It's true, and and there it. It's not just because someone's in the foreign field that there's the responsibility of getting one, but if you're in the States, you don't have to have a Timothy. (laughs) So I I say all that just to say, just to realize that it is hard. Mm -hmm. And when you hear the stories of, in the letter, because usually missionaries will share it. You know, hey, I've been working with so-and-so, and and you'll see his name pop up Mm -hmm. in letter after letter after letter. And then when it goes sour... They may make a reference to it or they may you know kind of make share that story. I think there'd be something really good for pastors to just maybe when if they write back their em- missionaries or maybe make the purpose in their heart they to write that missionary back to say, brother, I you know I we're praying for you through this tough time. We know that it's dis- how discouraging it is, how frustrating it is just kind of maybe relay a story that they have and kind of have the empathy of it. Yeah. Because you just feel like a failure. You mm-hmm. do. You feel like a failure. And, and to just be reminded um, that you're not. It's just, it is, people make their choices. And, sure. Um, yeah. So just encourage the missionary with mm-hmm. that. I, yeah. I think that's one time when people need to rally around because of the big blow Mm-hmm. That it is to mm-hmm. that missionary. Yeah.
0: yeah, like we said, every every pastor has been through this. It's mm-hmm. it, it, maybe it's not their Timothy per se, but it's it's a deacon, it's a Sunday school mm-hmm. teacher, it's mm-hmm. a it's Absolutely. that family that they have poured hours and hours and hours into, and all of a sudden they turn, and 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 some of them will even turn and. I'm going to go back because I guess because it's fresh on my mind uh, to the commissioning service a couple of weeks ago. And I and I said to this young couple, I said two things and they know these things. But I think it's important just to remind them that we know these things, too, uh, because mm-hmm. because that encourages them. Because, you know, you can say I'm speaking from experience. And I said, you know, when you get to your field, not everybody's going to accept you. And some people you meet are going to abuse you. And it's going to hurt. And if if a partnering pastor who's been through that could, like you said, just... Because a missionary's not going to make a big deal out of it, right? They've been putting this name out there, putting this name out there. This is the next guy he's taking over. And then all of a sudden oh, that guy, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And there's not really much story there because the missionary has character and doesn't want to destroy somebody and drag somebody through the mud and so on and so forth. And and like you said, they're discouraged about it, maybe even a little embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. It would be great for a pastor to reach out and just say, hey, I noticed that. And, and I guess I would just say that that's going to require some diligence on the partnering church's part to really – be involved and aware of their missionaries and their happenings by reading their prayer letters. Um, I guess this is an appropriate part to put this in. You were were sharing earlier, I think today with me, um, about some stats that missionaries, missionaries, a lot of them send out their emails by by, uh, MailChimp now, Mm -hmm. right? And um, they, you know, one of those things that MailChimp tells you is how many people opened up the letter that you sent, the email you sent, and you said you had one that said, I don't even have 30% of my people who yep. I send this this letter to uh, even open it. Well, that it means that 70% of those people aren't even going to be aware that there might have been a Timothy mm-hmm. and that, that missionary is going through a really difficult time right now. And so it's so important that when we are, as we speak about so often here on the podcast, partners in ministry, that we are really paying attention to what's happening in our missionaries lives because i think that is goes a long way to being able to be the person that god will use to encourage that missionary to stay and and just hold the course and kind yeah. of keep going on even though right now it hurts
1: oh absolutely you know and and i know this may seemingly sound like our episode is steering in one direction church inc- encourage the missionary church encourage the missionary But I I think that there is also the flip side of it, that a missionary, when he sees if a church goes through the same thing, they should encourage them. But the problem comes in, though, that most times churches don't communicate to the missionary about what's going on in their work. You know, Mm -hmm. we have talked and we have had many episodes where we have referenced the fact that very few churches are emailing updates to their um, missionaries about what's Mm -hmm. going on in the work. Right. I, my, for myself, I think I have five. There's only yeah. five churches of all my supporting churches mm-hmm. and partnering churches that I get an update on this is, hey, this is our revival or this is that or, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. And I I write them, every single one of them. I'll write them and, and kind of rejoice with them. Mm-hmm. Or if there's a struggle, um, which some have put in some of theirs, maybe something they thought was going to be a great success flopped. And so mm-hmm. they share like, oh, you know, it, we tried this outreach. It didn't work. And I'll just try to encourage them Mm -hmm. and things. So we need that mutual edification. Right. Right. But obviously, it is more heavy on the direction of missionaries communicating to churches than it would be churches communicating to missionaries. Sure. And so that's why we're going to lean kind of heavy on that side of just. Kind of the role of churches, just because they're the ones hearing about what's going on, versus missionaries often knowing what is going on in the churches. And I
0: would, I would say, and I think we have we have touched on this before. I think it it is a benefit to missionaries, as as you mentioned, churches that um, that do let missionaries know what's going on. But we've spoken about as a missionary, take the time to find out what's going on. Call your supporting pastor, text your supporting uh, church uh, pastor, or or the missions director, whoever that is, that partnering church, and say, "Hey, what you know? What can I pray about for you mm-hmm. as well?" It's not always supposed to be just you pray for me, me, me I'm the That's missionary. Right, exactly right. And so exactly. turn it around on the other side too. We can encourage each other in the ministry and kind of help us both sides. There's there we have a mutual interest in this mm-hmm. and both sides succeeding and doing doing well we're almost we're almost out of time, but maybe we could uh uh hit one more thing that we talked about in in the show prep time, and that is some ways that um we have seen and experienced how churches can help a missionary not in that time of crisis, but in the time when maybe we don't know, maybe there's a crisis building and we don't know about it or whatever, mm-hmm. but just, hey, what do I do to kind of just be an encouragement regularly to the missionary? And, um, you know, one of the things we mentioned was um, perhaps uh, there's a, a conference we could help a missionary get to or they're going to have field conference and we could help them with that. Or uh, you mentioned, the you know, if we take a missions trip, we could... We could say to you know Mr. and Mrs. Missionary, hey, we'll watch your kids tonight. You go out on date night because mm-hmm. most missionaries don't get to do that. Yeah, And so there's a number of ways that I think you were talking about that uh, uh, before m- and we were discussing that could help missionaries just kind of be encouraged uh, yeah. along the way as well.
1: I know, in fact, it's the church that I attend that they do a lot, some of their mission's budget, to go towards the encouragement of missionaries. And it's specifically, there's a percentage of the funds that come in for missions that is specifically allocated for encouragement of missionaries. So we have, as a church, help pay for missionaries to go to uh, field conferences, mm-hmm. which is where it's a time where someone's probably going over to visit a country and put on something that, for the betterment and encouragement of that missionary. Uh, you know, kind of one of those times to just get raw and help mm-hmm. them through that rawness and and try to get them refocused in on what we're supposed to be doing, refocused on the Lord, things of that nature. So in our the church I attend, that we're not the only unique church that does that. I know uh, there's other churches that very much contribute to help get missionaries. It's like, hey, if that missionary is our sent missionary, we're going to support them and get them to a field conference. I know. Also, of uh, there's not just field conferences, but sometimes when someone's in the states, mm-hmm. and there's obviously lots of conferences for the encouragement of pastors, yep. and missionaries would be more than welcome to come. And it's and it's saying to a missionary, "Hey, if you want to go to that meeting, we'll pay for you to go. We'll cover your costs." Mm-hmm. and and knowing that we're doing this to help our missionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a survey. A hundred out of a hundred pastors want the missionaries to succeed and stay on yep. the field. There's not yep. one that wants, you know, like, well, I don't care. No, of course, they all want So it's not just helping them when they're on the field, but, hey, here there's a lot more resources. There's a lot more ways to get that missionary the encouragement mm-hmm. he needs, find the people he needs to speak with to mm-hmm. better himself, get better training, all these things, and saying, hey, we want to make that available to you. We as a church are committing to help you as our missionary get to meeting X, which hopefully will be a great blessing to you. Wow, what an encouragement that would be to the missionary, and what a benefit it would Mm -hmm. be to the missionary. Pastors come away from these meetings going, wow, what a week it was. Mm -hmm. Well, missionaries, same thing. Wow, what a week it was. And some just can't go because of financial means sure. and so to make that available to them is a great thing
0: yeah we we, we uh, as a church um we would we would sp- sponsor families um you know uh, what do they want to call it a scholarship or a sponsor or however we do that we we thought it was as important to keep people on the field and encouraged as it was to getting new people to go to the field and so th- things like that. And maybe even, maybe you host your own conference. Um, maybe you're a church that hosts the conference. And I know there are churches that do that. And this isn't a plug for missionaries to get to come free. But, but you know, sometimes there is a very limited resources for them to do that. Man, when a church can let a missionary attend their conference and be a part, and m- maybe there's a discounted price or something. Mm-hmm. and and. I know how that sounds <laughs> because we both know and have been there with, you know, oh, missionaries get this, that, and the other thing. But the truth is most missionaries, you know, especially if they're coming back, right, they're, uh, we've, we've done the whole podcast on furlough and what furlough is and how they're at that point a lot of times under-supported. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's just not the funds to say, you know, I would love to go to conference A, B, C, or D, or X, Y, mm-hmm. or Z, but I can't. I just simply can't afford it. What if what if a what if the host church of the conference doesn't have to absorb all that but partnering churches say we'll send you for that that's that's going to be part of our ministry to you mm-hmm. to keep you encouraged and and going and kind of recharge
1: your battery once again and and uh, be a help that way there's there's so many ways so many ways so many issues just like again all of us can think of a thousand struggles mm-hmm but thankfully there's ways to help and encourage. Yep. We're not yep. we don't have to wallow in our in our sorrows. And every if there's any pastor listening to this, he can relate to every single thing we've said. Absolutely. And I in my mind I just think and I'll I'll be quiet after this, I just think of the verse in Second Corinthians one where the God of all comfort who comforted us, he has comforted us right. so that we can then comfort yeah. others. So pastors have been down every path we have shared. Yep. Discouragement in yep. ministry Mm-hmm. fruitlessness seemingly in, mm-hmm. in, in in what they're doing, right. uh, seeing people leave, as you mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. all those things. Yeah. Well, use that, what God has comforted you and helped you to help those who sometimes aren't surrounded by those as similar resources, yeah. and yeah. they just need that encouragement. They do. Missionaries need that encouragement
0: and And I think it bears repeating, missionaries, your partnering churches need that encouragement too, and those pastors do too. We are, at least in this podcast, and I know you and I firmly believe it, partners in ministry. My supporting church isn't just somebody who sends me money every month. We're partners in ministry, co-laborers. And so it's a two-way street, and Mm -hmm. we should do our very, very best to keep each other encouraged and uh, going forward in ministry. I think that the Lord is honored when we do those things as well. Wow. We are, as I say so often, out of time. How discouraging (laughs) that is. (laughs) Maybe we could have a pastor call and say, hey, make that podcast longer. Go ahead. (laughs) Probably not. But... um, (laughs) <laughs> we are glad that you take at least this much time each and every week to uh, to visit with us. And uh, we hope that this is a help to you and encouragement to you. Maybe you have some ideas on how, um, as a partnering church, to encourage missionaries. We would love to hear that because as uh, field directors with BIMI, we're looking for ways to encourage our missionaries as well. And if you've got some way that you do that, we would love to know about it. And maybe we can even incorporate that in some of what we do as well. Uh, we appreciate the comments. Uh, we especially appreciate it when somebody writes like you got just the other day. And, and I've received some emails where, hey, that, that was a help to us. And uh, that's an encouragement. We, we do this because we want to be a help and uh, to be an encouragement to you. We appreciate you letting us do it. Uh, so until next time, uh, we hope that you have a great week in the Lord.